Oh, apparently we don't do that anymore, huh? No, we don't. Apparently. Well, then what's up, yo? Rumble over the Thunder podcast. What number are we on now? I missed 37, apparently. Yeah, we did the Gordy Sanis one without you. We're at the Neil Sanis, 38 then. What are the 38s we got? Jordan Devoy, Tundra Racer. Yep. Lake yep, Geneva yep, Buddy. Yep, yep, yep. Not from Delaware. Michael McDowell. That's about all that I know. <laughs> like yeah, not a real popular 38. number. Thirty-eight. Not a real popular number. Mm. No. Oh well. What are you gonna do about it? Well, the uh, white Probably. race. Yeah, the yeah. white race is in the books, and uh, Maxwell Schultz was victorious. Andy Dominated. Monday, unfortunately, not a great night. Not a great like last week for you, unfortunately. What do you mean? Just too much putting a lot of panels on. Too much cars. stuff going on. Too much yeah. stuff. How was Norway? Norway was interesting. Um, it reminded me a lot of iRacing. <laughs> so when you're on iRacing, after like the 10th caution, you just exit out of the game because you're just sick of it. You did run you more laps. Out, under, did you exit you just, out of the game? You run more caution laps than green flag laps? No. Um, How many 4Xs did you get? Not enough. Did Drew Krybeck <laughs> come in and wreck the field? <laughs> you, nobody might have. No, Norway was fun. They had a good car count. Joe Vertigan did a great job promoting it, uh, lap sponsors and different bonuses. Um, just unfortunately, there was caution plagued, and it took an hour and a half to do 75 laps. Mm. So when it's 95 degrees inside the race car, you get a little harsh. Yeah. yeah. So we ended up sixth. It was a good run All right. well. after the tail got bent over four inches the night before. So. Ouch. A lot yeah, of we made the most of it. A lot of work for you in this shop lately, huh? Yeah, I figured I had about time. 29 hours in it Kay. this week and uh, got some more to do after tonight. Unfortunately, ah. got caught up in that yeah. uh, wreck in turn one. Uh, guy racing hard for second, I believe, at the time. Kind of lost it yeah. in front of the field and nowhere to go. That tore up Majeski and Efforts and Vandermoss and a few other cars there. So, Yeah, and of course, Ty was lightning faster and qualifying a full tenth faster than the rest of the field. For most of qualifying, a full half a second faster than the field and guys kind of you know closed up the gap but uh tough to see okay week for ty i mean i guess you know you get beat by matt kenseth at the nationals that's not the most ideal thing he had a great race going and comes here sets fast time unfortunately doesn't uh go his way but we got to turn our attention to maxwell looking good takes over the red white and blue point lead with the win in the white race let's listen to what he has to say and then let's come back and talk about Tonight's white race. All right, Maxwell Schultz, the champion of the white race here tonight at Wisconsin International Raceway. Max, kind of a similar race to last week where you got out front, but this time the 34 car was really strong once it got out there. Yeah, it was kind of a duplicate as last week. Um, got out earlier, or I should say probably about the same time, just more laps with this week. But, uh, yeah, last week we found a couple things that, uh, that went wrong that, you know, caused us to get kind of caught at the end there and get run out of the way so uh we made some changes and uh seemed to work how were you feeling when you were out front there you know johnson gets in a second did you think you had something on the restart it could have been johnson it could have been columbus it could have been anybody in that second spot did you feel like once you were out front you were pretty solidly out there yeah i mean we uh even if we would we didn't want to restart when you got that big of a lead but uh if we needed to have one i still think it would have been a it would have been a good race but uh i think we would have had enough for them and uh, that's all I can ask for. 
This 34 car has been something really special this year. What did you guys do? Was it just a little bit more time and effort in the shop? I know last year you were kind of part-time. This year you guys said you were coming out to win the championship. Is it just that extra bit of focus and that extra bit of drive? Um, it's a little bit of everything. Yeah, you know, you put all your best eggs into one basket all winter, and you really put into put a lot of effort into getting it, getting it right. And uh, But truthfully, I mean, we've been good, but we haven't. We haven't really been what we want to be. Um, the car isn't working just like it has in years past. We've been trying some different stuff, and I th- we kind of we started out the year good, and then uh, we kind of got lost a little bit around the way, and we're starting to come back a little bit. So, uh, so to be running good while we're still searching is a good feeling, and uh, hopefully, there's a little more out there. You leave here tonight with a point lead on Thursday night and in the Red, White, and Blue State Championship. I know we're at the midway point of the season. There's still a lot of racing left, but you got to feel pretty good about being there. Oh, yeah. I mean, you get halfway through, and uh, I'm sure we're probably 12 or something up in the Thursday night, and to be up in the in the Red, White, and Blue, you always, it's always better to be up than, than to be down. And uh, so to be halfway through, um, knock on wood, we've had some some good luck on our side. And uh, it's all you can ask for is usually I shoot for like an August cutoff, like, you know, see what you're looking like, you know, probably be what we look like after the Dixieland, you know, those final three weeks heading the actually after the blue race and uh, see what we're looking like. And uh, if we have a shot at it, we got a shot at it. If something to go wrong along the way, it is what it is. We just come out every week. We run as hard as we can, as good as we can. And that's all we can control. If we happen to get caught up in something and we get behind, it is what it is. But if we can control what we can control, I think we'll be all right. All right, side note, last week Brett Wenzel takes one of your old cars into victory lane. Just tell us the story on that. That's got to feel pretty good to see your old car out there still doing well as a late model and, you know, helping out Brett Wenzel as well. Yeah, it was uh, cool to see that. That was my first ever super late. Um, we've had that. We that got built in 2005, and uh, we haven't. I haven't personally ran that car since I think like 2012. It was just sitting in the shop, and uh, it was cool to see a win. Actually, the first night when he was running, it got wrecked. It actually, it still felt like it was it was mine. You know, I just you never want to see him get tore up. And I wish we would have won last week. It would have been cool to have have us both win. Um, with that, but yeah, it was they were able to help, help us out when they got wrecked with their original car. They came down that Friday, and that was actually a, a turnkey super late. It had an ace motor in and everything else, and, and they needed a roller bat. So we helped them out, pulled the motor out, and helped them along the way, and gave them a, gave them a decent deal on it. And uh, yeah, it's nice to see it out here racing. That that um, that division needs cars, so uh, for them to put that much effort in, even after getting wrecked right away, to keep coming back out and. Uh, it's better to see a car on the racetrack than sitting in the shop, so it's kind of cool to see. So that's Maxwell Schultz, the champion of the white race tonight here at Wisconsin International Raceway. Uh, Andy, Max has kind of got his stuff going right now. It's neat to see. You know, Casey looked really dominant early in the season, and now Max is kind of like, hey, watch out for the 34 car. He looked pretty good last week, looked really good this week. Yeah, them two are definitely the class of the field right now and kind of pulling away from the group. Uh, Jesse Odenhoven, Brent Strelka, they had a good start to the year. Uh, Kyle Kalmus, a couple of hiccups here. So now it's really those two, I think both red, white, and blue, and Thursday night, correct me if I'm wrong, correct, it's yeah. going to come down to both. So um, one of them will maybe take both. One Maybe they'll split. Um, be interesting to see how it shakes out. And we should mention the white race points. You're going to look at them, and you're going to see that there is a double-digit lead for Maxwell Schultz, but... If we want to look back to the year that Maxwell won, we're not trying to jinx anything, but if you're you remember, good at that. 
anything can happen <laughs> in that blue race. Anything. Anybody in that top five is still very much alive. He didn't pick anybody, so I think we're still good with the Jinx. Yeah, how much terrible I picker. think the blue race is only three picker. weeks away, too, because it got moved yeah. up with the Dixieland. Yep. So we'll, we're going to settle this here pretty quickly. But August 1st. No, you're exactly right, because 20-car uh, field, um, just doing quick math in my head here, I think 20th place is like 33 points, so... Uh, you could potentially, in one feature, gain 29 points if from first to last. Um, so even though Maxwell has a double-digit lead, he's still got to run. He's got to qualify, get in the dash, and he's got to run mm -hmm. towards the front to secure that. So no, not safe by any means. No, not at all. And uh, if we've learned anything here over this year, just with how competitive things are, I mean, take a look at Jesse Outnoven today. It's qualifying that ends up messing him up. He qualifies into that heat race. He ends up winning it. Has a decent run in the feature. I think he ended up, what, fifth or fourth? Yeah, he, was, he scaled, so he's in the top five. And still, he ends up losing the point lead of the red, white, and blue just because of qualifying in the heat race. So yep. uh, it, it, that really, I always like to make the plug, you need to show up for qualifying because a lot of stuff happens right there. Yep. It uh, it was pretty tight, too. I mean, obviously, Ty and Casey kind of separated from the group and Max as well, but fourth to about ninth was within a tenth and a half. So it was it was pretty right. close right in there. And, yeah, Jesse was just off a little bit tonight qualifying. It hurt him, made up for it by winning the heat race and had a good run in the features. So still hanging on, hanging tight. Yeah, and uh, fantastic racing again. You know, that one goes uh, throughout the duration. But, um, you know, you watch Casey, Kyle Kalmus kind of scrapping for that second spot. Casey gets through late. And I was wondering if we were going to see a repeat of last week where Casey gets in a second and then sort of chops away. But uh, Maxwell was just too far ahead. <laughs> it was kind of funny tonight once we got back out after the damage and stuff. We were about a half a lap down, and uh, my radio quit working in the car. And the mirror got broke on the left side in the wreck, too. So no mirror, no radio. Um, and the long green flag run there, I was watching the scoreboard out of turn two. And every time I could see, 34 would show up on the board. And then shortly after, 47-9. 34-47-9. And you could see when the numbers show up on the scoreboard, you could almost kind of watch, okay, mm -hmm. is Casey gaining on them because of how quick they come up. So it was kind of interesting from my standpoint. There's something to do running around <laughs> in 11, oh. three-quarters of a lap down. Hey, hey but I, I will give you this, uh, you and your team this, the last two weeks, uh, heroic effort. You know, And we see this out of a lot of teams. It's not just you, it's everybody. But you get out there, you have the tough day, you make something out of it. Last week, into the top 10 this week, up to 11th, so – Kudos to you, and kudos to every team in the field that does that kind of thing. I know Ty came out, ran a couple more laps, tried to get whatever points he could out of the deal, too. Yeah, uh, but he was missing, like, a fender car. and right. probably a, yeah, a lot more stuff. Than... And, and you got to be really careful, too. Like, anytime you see that crinkle on the nose, yeah. that's radiator. Yep. That's radiator right there. And if you block that off, you're not getting the airflow. That's going to the engine. That's warming it up. You're getting too hot, which is probably why we saw tide drop off a little bit early, I would yeah. think. You know, I was hoping we could get up a little bit further. There was just no caution after that second one, and we got back out. And um, we came in under the second caution, tried to fix the radio since I had no mirror. It's not really safe to be out there with no radio and no mirror. Um, and then we ended up restarting just too far back, and then third caution never came out. So it is what it is. We'll fix it, put it back together, and try again next week for veterans night it'll be a big night at the track next thursday driving the five car again too oh double duty back into the quarter mile late model let's do it
By the way, at the end of the podcast, we're going to tell you about the uh, Circle of Fame, which is started, but next week we see our first inductees. Yeah, three of them. We're not going to give them away. Oh, you got to show up next week to find out who they are. So uh, that should be a neat deal. But we'll talk a little bit about that at the end of the night. I'll give a hint, though. Can I give okay. a quick hint? You're going to be out there representing one of them, correct? I will be representing okay. one of them. Okay. And the three inductees are deceased. Yes. So and there's your hint. It's going to be that's the way it's going to be all all throughout the season. We should mention we'll get to it, but they're going <laughs> to induct people each week and the first year will all be deceased or retired members of yeah, the Yeah, it'll be pretty Racing cool Club. deal. Jerry Schneider yep. is working really hard on that and doing a nice job. All right. Let's move on to the late models and tonight uh Brazen Bennett. Wow. Fast time picks up the win in the white race. He's been really, really good the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he has. And actually, just before I left the track, I was talking with my brother Brian a little bit just from a points standpoint. And Brian's not a points racer. He doesn't count points. He doesn't even know what the point system is. Um, but <laughs> with Brazen went having fast time, but then Brian won the dash, it's kind of a wash. You know, those are 16 points each. And then Brazen obviously takes the win. Brian second in the feature. So maybe a slight difference, you know, Top to bottom, Eddie Munster, um, not quite the night he wanted to have. Um, Nate Van Wyken, tough night with the wreck and turn mm-hmm. four as well. Um, but overall, I mean, Brazen's car was hooked up. He came to the front. A um, couple cautions at the end, but held everybody off. Well, let's hear from him. Brazen Bennett wins the white race for the late models. Uh, Brazen, great night for you. You set fast time. You get the feature win, kind of walking away. You had to fight off Brian Monday on a few restarts. Just take me through the evening for the nine car. Yeah, car's been definitely great the last couple weeks. Uh, got no complaints with the handle of the car at all. Um, felt like a race that was never going to end on the outside of Brian there, or on the inside of Brian there. Um, three times, I think it was. Uh, so... Holding him off was definitely a challenge. He ran me clean. It was a fun race. In the super lates, we tend to see drivers go to the outside for the restarts. In the late models, you were taking the inside each time. Is there a theory behind that? I know the super lates, they say they really like to charge the outside line. Uh, what's what's the thought behind using the inside? Is your car just better that way, or is it kind of a late model thing? The first restart, I kind of contemplated trying the outside, and I'm like, ah, I, I really didn't know. I just chose one. And... Uh, I knew I beat him that time, so the, the next two, then I just kept choosing the inside, and I, I knew I could hold him off that way. Um, yeah, I don't I don't really know if the outside's that much worse for us, but uh, yeah, it seemed to work for good on the inside. So You really came through the field in a hurry tonight to, um, you know, slicing and dicing like you have been the past couple of weeks. Have you hit on something? I know a couple of weeks ago you said there were some problems with your car, and it seems like everything is okay now. Yeah, uh, we had an engine miss that we couldn't figure out, and we finally figured it out last week. It, it went away, and the uh, car's been really great ever since that. That definitely was hurting us the whole beginning of the year. Um, so hopefully we can make up some points now from this point on. You talk about points. You were third coming into the night in the Thursday night standings. You were leading the red, white, and blue standings. All in all, really nice night for you. Yeah, the heat race hurt me a little bit finishing last there, but uh, that's kind of the... The great equalizer versus qualifying. Um, but uh, hopefully we'll still be on top. I really don't know what it'll look like. Well, you still got half the season to go, too. Yeah, for sure. Now, we talked about this on the front stretch a couple of weeks ago when you said fast time. What's it like being a race promoter? 
I wouldn't know for the last couple of weeks. It's, the track's been underwater. We got so much rain, and every time we get the track somewhat dried up, it rains again. But, uh, yeah, we got a little track out in the field behind the shop, and uh, a couple friends started bringing over their beater cars, and we pounded on each other for 20 laps, and it kind of grew. And I think last time we had, like, 15 cars. But, uh, yeah, hopefully this week we'll be able to do that again. Give it a little plug. Tell people how they can get involved in this if they want to. Uh, we race Tuesdays and Wednesdays alternating. Uh, we have a Bennett's Raceway page on Facebook. Um, pretty much you bring a $200 car and don't do anything to it. We leave the windows in it. You just got to wear a seatbelt and helmet. And, and uh, yeah, you can follow us on the, the Bennett's Raceway page for information. Is there a room for an announcer with very little race experience? Yes, there is. Is there a car for him? I could probably find you a car. I never said it was me. Oh, well, who is it? It's me. Yeah, I figured all right. Well, I'll come out there and bang fenders with you. How does that sound? That sounds great. All right. Congratulations again, Brazen. Great night. Thanks. So that's Brazen Bennett, our winner tonight of the white race. Uh, he will be the point leader of the red, white, and blue state championship series. Uh-oh, Angela's liking stuff on Facebook, huh? She liked my post, and I just showed her that she liked my post. Oh, there it is. I got a notification. Notifications no, on the Facebook. No, no notifications. Well, Brazen Bennett picks up the win. It's going to help him a little bit in the point standings, but Brian, point leader, right behind him in the future as well. That's a decent night for Brian as well. So, Although Brazen seems to be the quickest, it's not going to be easy to make up that ground with Brian right behind him and hanging around with him the entire way. Yeah, and we've talked about this on the podcast before when it was Bernhagen and Rodewald and coming down to the wire. It's coming down here to the end of July and in August. It's going to be... The mechanical side of it, in, you know, you can't afford to have the 10th place finish. Um, these guys are going to have to battle it out and mm-hmm. be in the top three, not even the top five. They're going to have to be in the top three qualifying and feature every week with how competitive it is. And, um, shout out in that class to Justin Wooler. Yeah. We haven't talked a lot Let about it. Justin Let Wooler. It. So Justin Wooler, for those of you who don't know, he's got an older car. He put a front stub out on himself. He shows up to the track with a hauler that is a trailer in itself old school style by himself and uh he's out there he qualified i think a hundredth out of the dash tonight he, and he goes out and leads eight laps in the feature um and has a really solid run so shout out to him he's working his butt off kind of a racer's racer does everything himself from motors to uh, chassis welding whatever you name it so um it's cool to see some guys like that lower budget um being out there and being competitive as he is so cool to see him run good and chase randerson again fifth Mm -hmm. is that like the seventh fifth place finish for him this year i I would have to go back and look but (laughs) man five is the magic number for chase randerson this year and he drives that car so hard into turn three we're standing on top of the trailer watching he gains two car lengths on everybody into turn three it's just unbelievable um to watch how far he's progressed and definitely uh top of the charts for most improved driver in this year in late model class that's for sure yeah he has been fantastic this year um you know another thing that i've been kind of watching out for i think brett wenzel's had a pretty decent year you know racing maxwell's car we talked to maxwell and he, he's if you listen to the interview here just a couple of moments ago he told us the story that was his first super late model it was turnkey ready to go super late model ace motor all the goodies and then Brett needed a car. He gets in that one. Took it to victory lane last week. Close again, unfortunately, uh, you know, 
got in the mix up. Yeah, I was standing over there in turn four, and him and Brian were really tight racing for second. I don't know if there was contact or not, but uh, just got away from him out of turn four, unfortunate. But uh, got the zero back on the car this week. I know it was 34 for yeah. three or four weeks. Yep. Now we're back to the zero. So That's always uh, good. He'll and, come and back, and he'll his, be strong. His actual sponsors on there versus uh, Maxwell's yeah. sponsors. The dueling, the dueling 34s pitted next to each other yep. in the pits. So. But, no, it was, it was a good race to watch. A couple cautions at the end uh, bogged things down a little bit, but overall good race. And, you know, like we said, that's going to be a championship that we're going to be watching down to the wire here. You know, Brazen gaining just a little bit maybe each week. Brian's probably going to come back strong. I'm sure he's been watching. He knows what's going on, so... Probably a little bit more shop time coming up here for the O1 to look for a little more speed. Yeah, and he got some unexpected shop time this week. They uh, they changed valve springs in the motor, and just to be safe, Brian came out on Tuesday, just wanted to run some laps, make sure everything was fine. And uh, I think he made six laps of practice Tuesday and twisted off a left rear axle, Ooh. and it got stuck inside of the differential. So he had to pull the rear end out last night and redo oh, everything at the last minute. Not exactly what you want to be doing on Wednesday night, but uh, yeah, no. I called him silver lining. Better for that to happen Tuesday night than Thursday night in the middle of the dash, Absolutely. and then your SOL. So yeah, for sure. Well, that's the late models. Uh, now let's go on to the quarter mile and uh, shout out to my boy Peter Wills getting it done on the outside on the quarter mile in that 27 car. Yes, I'm loving again. It. every week. I'm loving Peter Wills going to the outside in that 27. It's working out. I yeah. think that's two out of the last four maybe for him now. Sounds about right. Yep. Yeah. Keep yep. doing it, Peter. Keep getting to that outside, man. I love it. <laughs> it's hard to do, and and uh, I don't know if you were on the podcast when we talked about that. I think you were um, when I drove the five-quarter-mile yeah. late model. That outside's a bear on the quarter-mile, and you don't really realize that. On the half-mile, there's more room. You can keep the momentum up. You can set the guy up, and you go on the quarter-mile. You're in the grass, and you got to really wheel the thing to get it out there, and he's getting the job done. And Peter actually did go up into the dust a little bit. I think the first time he ventured to the outside, he went out into the grass. Didn't matter. He was okay. <laughs> he was going again. and uh, You know, you just got to hold the wheel straight when you're out there because <laughs> otherwise it tends to get a little grabby. And, and I will say this. Sometimes you need a little bit of luck. You need a little bit of help. And first you have the 26, Josh Miller wheeling it. He was looking pretty good tonight. He gets up toward the top three, spins himself Off out, unfortunately. Two, Wayne Sankowski. That was sinks. like two laps yeah. to go, wasn't it? Yeah, he yeah. sinks his own ship coming off of turn number two. So, uh, you know, just a little bit of a truck. And you know what? I'll, there. I'll say something, too. Um, hats off to both of those guys. I know they spun out, and it's not what they wanted. But both of them fired it up and kept going, and we didn't have to throw caution. A lot of yeah, times you absolutely. see it, somebody just sit there and kind of play possum, wait for a caution so they can get back up with the group and finish the race, maybe getting a couple more spots. Both of them, right away as they spun, fired it back up, got going. They were half a lap down, but they kept the race going, going green, and that's really good sportsmanship on both of their parts. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, you had Andrew Meyerhofer in there as well. It was an interesting mix of super stocks tonight. You know, you take all the all nine, any one of them can win. And who finished third? Was that Smith's? Was it Rockin' Randy Ron? Yes, that's what I'm thinking Rockin' Randy Ron. With the 88 Monte Carlo body. He had a good run going. That was fun to watch him, too. Yes. Had an excellent run. It's uh, 
he got stuck behind Larry for a little bit, and then he was able to get around and ended up finishing uh, podium finish for that car. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And on the quarter mile, is there anyone more dominant than the driver of the Wisconsin sport trucks? Four in a row. Kyle Quella. Here's what you missed on the and podcast. And a sweep tonight. And a sweep tonight. A sweep. Yep. So last week on the podcast, we pulled Jerry on, the truck owner of the O2. And here's what we learned. We learned that they bought bathroom scales from Walmart, <laughs> and they scale the O2 truck in the trailer because the shop floor in the shop isn't level. So that's what we learned, Matt. So we, we gave a shout-out to all the other sport truck drivers on the podcast and said, this is what you're getting beat by is these guys who are scaling their truck in their trailer because the trailer's more level with Walmart scales. Four in a row. Uh, we'll have to call him Mr. Which which scales from, Which scales from Walmart? Not the digital ones because they didn't trust them. The it's the one dial. with the old dial. Oh, so it, once it gets past like 280, it those, says one at a time, please. Those type of ones. <laughs> those are like 599. <laughs> yeah, those ones. Perfect. Oh well, Kyle Cuomo might need to borrow it if he yeah. needs a spare. Yeah, didn't all didn't they all break? Yes, as well, and that's why they went out. And Have they all yes. broken? Yes, just start spinning around, <laughs> just randomly without yeah. anything on them. They just start spinning just around. Go to tilt. Yeah, they got it going on though. That's hooked up, gone. Yeah, yeah. Cody Vanderloop, second place. Good run for him. I thought he was up he at Norway too. He had a good run up there. Wow. Their race got kind of sh- cut short because there was okay. a red flag at the end. Um, Kylie Vandermoss, I thought, had a nice night. Unfortunately, ended up in the grass there in the final couple of laps. Sam Haven looking good again in the 12th when he's able to come. And Kylie Vandermoss had a little bit of a scare last night too, I found out, when we got to the track tonight. So they went to fire her truck up, precautionary, checking things over last night at 9 o'clock, and the thing wouldn't start. So they had another midnight shop night replacing a stator and everything else. So, mm. again, it's random stuff that comes up. Got to yep. go to work. Right. A lot of teams putting in a lot of shop time. Shout Welcome out to the to midseason. Shout out to the rookie too, Taylor Ron in that twenty-one truck, winning the heat up in the top five. Taylor's been looking pretty good. Yes, very good, and it's good to see new blood get into the sport and have success like that. Right, right. Um, sizzling fours, two features again. You have the first feature one, first timer, Jordan Beast in that twenty-eight. Congratulations. Always good to see a first timer. Absolutely. Second feature. Larry Belanger gets out to a pretty big lead, and then you got second, you got Jerry Conrad, Tyler Lynn. You got a whole bunch of drivers kind of in a pack there for a second. Belanger catches the lap traffic, sort of slows him down, but doesn't stop him up. No, and uh, he's been strong anytime he's been out front. He's been uh, doing a nice job, and I still enjoy the format with the four cylinders. I think that makes for very entertaining racing. What does Dan think? I think it needs to be just a little bit longer for the features. How many laps do you want? 50. <laughs> twin 50s. Twin 50s. You want twin, twin 20s? Twin 20s. Twin 20s. Because we've got, you know, what, 28, 30 cars out there. So maybe maybe the laps should be dictated by number of cars. Quite honestly, yeah. I would I would almost like to see them cap cap the invert. Yeah. You I have, agree with that. You have the 20, you know, Jordan B's wins and ends up starting 20th in a 50 lap feature. Maybe you stop that at, like, 12. Yeah, maybe they could do a dice know. roll, 10 plus the roll right. or something. Yeah, yep. 
I just I think 20 is a bit much in 15 laps. Well, why don't we just do it where you invert off of the dice roll from the beginning of the night? So you roll at the beginning of the night, you get a, an invert roll of three. Here's the issue with that. If I know that the invert is going to be 13 after the first feature, guess if I'm... Nobody if I'm in, would if ever I'm do in that. Tenth, if I'm in 10th place... And that Sandbag. first feature, guess what I'm doing on the last lap? I'm falling back to 13. So you got to keep them guessing. Yeah. Yeah. And make it fun for the fans. After the first feature winner, let them roll the dice, do the thing, whatever. Right. Let the them tower hates that because they want the lineups done already right away. But The tower doesn't hate anything. We're lovers. We're not fighters. When's that starting? Mm. <laughs> Where's Eamon? September. I thought he was coming last week. Eamon uh, just got Eamon. back from work in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Is that where he was doing like a presentation for yes, that? Yes, he was buck? for Rancher. Yes, yes, that's what. Yes, it was. indeed. Toronto's a great place, by the way. Hi- highly underrated. Sorry, we're being distracted here. Highly underrated, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. What are they doing? Uh, talking. I don't know. Uh, so, should we talk about the last feature winner of the night? Uh, do we even oh, want to talk I think about I that see guy? Him eating pizza. Hey, that's my pizza. It's care. hey, it's every it's Rockstar Russ Lorbecki's pizza tonight because he won again. Hey, Rockstar we talked about this. Russ. As soon as he got one, he was going to get multiple. That's yep. se- that seems to be the way things work. I remember Rob Vanderloop waiting years and years and years to win his first ever feature at WIR. It took him two weeks for a <laughs> yeah, second one. Then it one. takes him two weeks to go the next time. Guess what? <laughs> Two race weeks later, after his first one, Russ won his second Rockstar one. Rockstar Russ wins again. That's how it works out. You huh. know, he's down here at the X-Bar buying shots for everybody here. Yeah. See, if you didn't come to the X-Bar or you've never been here before, you have to at least come when Rockstar Russ wins a figure eight feature because you drink for free. Or at least for one drink. And then eats your goddamn... Sorry. You're going to have to edit that. Yeah, maybe. you're going to have to edit Pizza. that one out. That's a violation of commandment number two. We're busy right now eating ice cream. Yeah. He's Lord's eating a pizza. Yeah. That might stay Oh, in. no, he's on the phone. Look. Look, he's on the phone right wow, now. Wow, You think that's phone. Rick Hendrick calling him? You think it's Hendrick or Gibbs? Right here, Matt. What is Rick it? That's Hendrick, a Chevy, Hendrick, right? Joe Gibbs. He, he races a Chevy, he's, right? He's got a call right now from Rick Hendrick to, for a ride. Quite honestly, at this point, I would want Kyle Busch Motorsports calling me. KBM, yeah, there you KBM. go. After, KBM. Uh, after Tuesday, they might have an opening. Chandler Smith uh, might be on the way out. You never know. Why? What happened? He abused the wall. Oh, yeah, that's at right. At Slinger. That's right. That wasn't his fault, though. Wasn't it, though? Oh, maybe. I don't know. It's hard to tell. You were watching Johnny DeAngelis, so. Good you know run. what I was watching during practice? Third. Billboards falling off the backstretch wall. Did they not repair them properly after I Sunday? I don't know. They had three of them fall down during practice. Yikes. Wow. So it makes you wonder how they're held up. Is it like sheet metal screws, zip ties that aren't holding? I don't well, know. It can't be That's just a random thought. I've never seen billboards fall down so Twisty much. ties? Because when Gutenek wrecked on Sunday, that was more in turn three. I think those just got destroyed. Where were the ones falling down? Uh, right in the middle of the backstretch. Really? Yeah. Maybe they didn't pay their they bills. They weren't installed by TD Graphics. I, that was my first question. Well, if it's the Boss Realty <laughs> one, it probably no, was. No, that was a little further Kelsey's. down. Okay. Yeah. 
Hey, you know, TD Graphics one is by the cheeseburger stand. How fitting. Maybe those guys aren't paying their bills. Maybe they just didn't get the advertising budget. Yeah, for the, O'Reilly's for the and Bob Fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay your bill. Pay your bill. <laughs> um, so that puts our Thursday night in the books. Congratulations Rock to all the winners. Rockstar Russ. Rockstar Russ. Fantastic job once again. Mentioned next week, Veterans Night. Kerr's Industrial Solutions going to be sponsoring. By the way, big thanks to Vanderloop Leasing Equipment and Ken Sports for helping out tonight. Uh, next week, the Circle of Fame. So we kind of teased this a little bit earlier. Let's get back to it. What this is going to be is a Hall of Fame of sorts. Uh, we'll have sponsors. You can get a plaque on this. But each week for the remainder of the season, we'll induct three people, including the Dixieland. They're going to induct three people during the Dixieland as well. The last week, they'll induct two. We're not going to tell you who they're inducting until they're inducted. But each week, you'll see drivers come out and honor them. They'll be added up onto the Wall of Fame, the Circle of Fame each week just outside the main ticket area. Neat thing put together. Jerry Schneider, a couple other guys doing that. And uh, just a great way to to honor the drivers that made Wisconsin International Raceway and the Fox River Racing Club what it is. Yeah, absolutely. This has been kind of a long time coming. Um, a lot of work that's been put into this behind the scenes. Here's actually a prototype picture of what's been started. Okay. Uh, Jerry Ooh, Schneider nice. sent that out to the group. So it's a stainless steel background and like matt said they're going to continue to add to it and not just the the people that have moved on from wir but starting to recognize some of the people that are still here too, um, get their families crews and people out to the track um, and really make this a big deal because there's a lot of a lot of great names to recognize um, we're going to recognize three of them next week and it should be a really great thing so um, again Jerry Schneider, or you can get a hold of me if anybody's interested in sponsoring. You can put your company logo up, just your team name, whatever. It's very cost-effective. You know, they have different sponsorship levels from 50 bucks, 100 bucks, I think up to 250 right. bucks. Um, put your name up there with probably the Matt Kenses and uh, Alan Quickies over the time, um, Dick Trickles that are going to be inducted. Um, and, uh, yeah, by the end of the year, probably figure what we're going to have a dozen – Oh, I think 15, 20. Probably be close to about 20, yeah, I think. Yeah. With that many races left. So it should be pretty cool. I'm excited to see uh, how it all shakes out. I think it's 21 if my math is correct. I think it's 21 if my math is correct. Well, rain right. outs, and then you got the whole. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. 21 planned right now. And things will be adjusted. If there are rain outs, they'll move those uh, two other weeks, too. So everybody that I was given the list will be inducted by the end of 2019. And they're going to start. You might say, well, what about Handy Monday? When is he getting his induction? Well, it's all retired and deceased drivers. So that's where they're starting. And then next year, they'll start adding more people in that are probably still active within. I would imagine a guy like uh, Lowell Bennett will probably be pretty high on the list to get inducted Absolutely. in. You know? yeah. so, uh, Five he's not, championships. Right. And, he's yes. still very much active at WIR. So uh, just keep an ear open for that. If your favorite driver that still races at WIR is not inducted into the Circle of Fame, the time will come, just not in 2019, maybe more 2020. So just stick around and, and be ready for that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We, you know, we haven't done a prediction in a while here. You know what else we haven't done? What's that? Tech tip. You tech know what tip. else we haven't tech done? Tip. Do we have any tech tips? We haven't gotten our... Pizza right. that I asked you order like an hour ago. And you see how I bleep myself there? Hey, Andy. <laughs> that was nice. Andy, that was may, nice. may I give a tech tip? Yeah, let's do it. Five star race car bodies guy giving a tech tip? He's going to tell uh, us how to cheat up our bodies, isn't no, he? No, 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 no. Oh. 
I'm going to tell you how to save your race windows. Ah, this is a great tech tip. This is a tech tip, and you'd be surprised how many people do not follow this. The polycarbonate windows that you have in your race car, in your late model, your super late model, your super stock, whatever, a lot of drivers or too many drivers will rivet those in. That is a big, big no-no for a couple of reasons. Number one, you can't control the pressure of the rivet going in to the mounting hole. Usually eighth inch. Right, which will either crack or put too much pressure on the mounting hole, and then you get spider cracks all throughout. Number two, the rivets tend to be too tight. Polycarbonate with heat and cold, heat and cold will expand, will contract, will expand, will contract, will expand and contract. If it does that while the mount is too tight, you'll get cracking. So machine screws, nuts and bolts, your best way to go. That way they loosen up, they got a little bit of give back and forth, back and forth. There are even some tech people out there that won't allow you to use the machine screws because they think you're messing with things. Not a good way to go. No rivets when mounting those windows. And what happens a lot of times is the racer doesn't buy the window screw kit, which they should, from Five Star for $28 or whatever it is. You Comes with 100 of them. You can go find them in the hardware store, too. Yes. If you don't want to do it. And they go, well, I got these rivets over here, so I'm just going to throw them in and be done with it. But what is a windshield run? $353 for a complete blackout um, MAR-resistant one? Right. I'd much rather buy the screw kit than buy a windshield that's cracked out. Exactly, and you you just don't know with those rivets. You might crack it yourself right away. It might take a couple of races to do, but that expanding and contracting is the big thing. You don't want to have it in there too tight. You want to let it just have a little bit of give. And like I said, you know, there's some people out there that don't want to see you do that, especially with the side windows is the thing I've been yes. hearing. The way it's got to be. If and you want to save those windows. The thing with the screws too is, uh, if you're using the rivets, a lot of times for the braces, you got to have three in the front, two in the back. The rivet shank isn't long enough to even grab the brace, so a lot of times the braces will fall right out or break because you tried using a rivet to hold it, and it just isn't long enough. Where a better to have a screw with a nylock nut, do it once, it's tight, it's done, it's gone. You know, so. So okay. Not necessarily going to make you go any faster or slower. Actually, most likely won't, but it's about saving money. Yep, exactly. About saving the windshield from doing all the cracking and nasty, nasty stuff. So should we talk more tech tips since we have a few more minutes? Yeah, since we're on ahead. the topic of windows and uh, the screws, Snowball Derby last year, I don't remember the specific car, but Ricky Brooks caught a guy that was putting small little pen springs between the window and the mounting surface. Mm. So when the car would go down the backstretch on the track, the window would actually expand out and let the air out from inside the car. But then when it would slow down and be in the pits or be in tech, it looked like it was firmly mounted. So that person got busted. And, and I believe that's where the whole you <laughs> must have these put in with rivets thing came from, which isn't the greatest way to go you're kind of throwing the baby out with a bathwater kind of deal yes you know you you, you want to go back and take care of that because <laughs> that is definitely something that should not be happening but you don't want to go too far like i said you don't want to throw the baby out with a bathwater but did you get a drink just like mine yeah i did actually there you wow. go I, I did 
Oh, also, Dan good wants news. to be like me. That means Blue he can lemonade. buy five star body panels. There you good go. Good news. Week. Pizza's in. You know what the bad news is? We got to leave in like 20 minutes. And the Batman to Joker score is now 2 to 1. Yep. I evened it up last week. And it's We're gone keeping again. score now. Okay. Ba- I, can I be Batman? filled in on this? So, Batman? Who's Batman? Like George Clooney, Val no, Kilmer. No, track. Thursday Night Thunder. Okay, Kyle Kalmus. The ten cars, the Joker. You're the Joker. We're keeping we're keeping tabs. Okay. T Bone, if you're listening, owning up because he said I'm not going to keep score if I do bad. But it's two to one now. Batman and the Joker. The Joker will prevail. The Joker got a little yeah. caught up tonight. Haven't you seen any of the movies or the comic books? Nope. The Joker just never. The Joker never wins. We're gonna flip the script. As close as Heath, Le- <laughs> like as close as Heath Ledger came. <laughs> just uh, don't flip the car. Flip oh, the script. Right. Got right. it. Rub upside down. Well, I did shatter the left side mirror tonight. So is that how many years of bad luck? Uh, but if you already bajillion? if you already have bad luck, so is it a reverse jinx? I mean, you broke mm, both maybe. rear windows. You didn't walk last on, week. You didn't That's walk because I used ladder, the five-star rivets instead of the screws. Not just kidding. <laughs> See, there you go. What did you want us to do? Sides attack tip. I think I we wanted to do, do a prediction. prediction. Oh, prediction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prediction. What shall we Matt. predict? Um, we just came off of the well, Slayer Nationals. We missed that. That was a big one. Tundra Race is July twentieth at Jefferson. What do we do? WCS Marshfield this weekend. How about it? What do we got there? I have no idea. That's what's going to make it fun. <laughs> How about the Ring of Fire race at Madison? Oh, God. Who, I talked to Casey that? about that tonight. All right, yeah. so here's the deal. Uh, super late models at Madison tomorrow night. I think it's three grand to win, two or three grand to win, put up by John Beal. Yep. Kay. Four barrel carburetors. And he's so they're going to be 650 horse plus. Right. <laughs> but they're running on the small track. <laughs> and uh, the Ring of Fire so track at Madison is... Is it a third mile? Odd. I think it's a quarter mile. It's a quarter mile. But it's banked. Take, but it's banked in very weird ways, and it gets tight Flat on the places. front, tight. Yep. It's, yeah. It's, it, isn't it half of one and two? No, nope. it's not. It used the, to be. Oh, okay. Many all, years ago. All the quarter, the only part of the track it uses is about. A little bit of the front stretch. Like 500 feet of the front stretch. It's like Charlotte with the Legends yeah, Oval. It's right. just that little. There's, yeah, it's it's odd. Nifty. Then maybe our prediction should be how many cars there's going to be there. I heard it was going to be not as many as they hope. I want to. Th- I want to have faith that guys are going to show up and they'll they'll get close to ten. I want to have faith. The hard thing is, is obviously nobody around here races four barrels. I think Beal will be you there. Know. Zier's supposed to be there. Uh, Michael Raskovic. Okay. Who's going to be there? Anything so. less than eight cars is not a real race. Tell Rockstar Ross that. Oh. Since he was talking <laughs> shank before. <laughs> That's exactly why I said that. Anything okay, so back, fired. Back, to, fired. back to predictions. I'm going to go with John Beal at Marshfield for the WCS race. Didn't he win? He won the All-Star, 70, All-Star 75 and Wausau WCS yes, race. I'm going, right. with, I'm going with Johnny Beal. Dan, you get second pick. No, you go. I don't even know who's in. It's Marshfield. It's Marshfield? You're okay. talking. Uh, All right, I get second Chris pick. You're talking Jordan Thiel, Wyatt Brooks. You're talking I am going to go guys. with a guy who's driving for. Maybe uh, Chad Butts might show up. I hope I get this right. For Wiz Racing, who came back out of a 
hiatus from a few years. Ooh, and I'm going to go with pick. Eugene Grigorich. That's a great pick. He's the Marshfield King. He was so good in the Tundra race. Nobody was touching him. Yes. I don't know anybody WC. I literally don't follow WCS. You might get Jim Sauter Jr. there. You might get Travis Sauter there. Chad Butts, I believe, will be there. Chad Butts. Okay, I'll go Chad Butts. Right. Um, it's a good pick. Travis Volm. That's a good name, too. Being good? Limited late model. Kicking butt with the super lates. Yep. What does that tell you about how close those two classes are? That's right. I mean. Throttle control, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Very close. Very close. All right, boys. What do you say? We put the wraps on and we come back next week. We induct some people into the Hall of Fame and uh, we keep rolling on with 2019. We'll be at the yeah. Andrew Morrissey That's podcast cool. next time. Ooh, 39. Ryan Goldade in the Midwest Let Truck Series. Yeah. We got to back it down. Right. No, we're getting back 39 right away. We'll back get next down, week's boys. out of the way. Right. Danny Crass? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. Sometimes. Uh, yeah, we should have did uh, ISS Enduro predictions. I think they're at yeah, Luxembourg. Luxembourg. Yeah, yeah, Luxembourg coming up here. Frank they had 64 in the lineup. I'm I going saw. with J.O.R. Denny Crash? Frank Calbrees. I got to go with Frank Calbrees. I don't think, I don't know that, is J.O.R. not really good on the dirt, is he? Maybe he is. J.O.R. is good in whatever. J.O.R. is good on everything. I'm going J.O.R. Dan Thompson. Dan Thompson. Bob Voigt. Yeah, there well, we go. The reason why I go Frank You missed Calbrees. last week on the podcast, Bob Voigt raced last week because he had yeah. the 4th yes, of did. July off. Yes, okay. Yes. All right. All right. Great to have you guys. Andy Monday, thank you. Dan always Strong, Dan Dan, the podcast man. Yeah, Great job up? as always. Yeah, thank Let you. me know if you can run some parts back from Five Star for me. I thank always you. can. All right. Until then, my name is Matt Panya. Been a pleasure having you folks on board. FRRC.us is the website. Fox River Racing Club on Facebook. Find us. Follow us. Enjoy the remainder of the Fox River Racing Club season. Can't wait to see you again. Till then, stay out of trouble.